0: Oh boy! All praises to Yahweh, Bahashem Yahweh Shah. <clears throat> How you guys doing today? Hope you guys are doing great. Hope you guys are doing good. Uh, this is gonna be my last podcast for today, um, and I'm probably going to um, relax and probably just like study. And I don't know when I'll be back. I just kind of do, do. I kind of just do this for fun, you know. Just tell you guys my theology, you know, and whatever the case may be, but, um, I made two podcasts today. I made two podcasts today, and one was my introduction. I made my introduction. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, you know, then I also made a podcast about judging, you know, the problem with those two podcasts is that those two podcasts are only on Spotify. So the problem with, you know, that is you have to download uh, Spotify if you don't have it. Um, I guess this platform it, or this app is partnered with Spotify. So um, that's the thing that sucks about, you know, that. But from now on, I probably can't put music in my podcast unless um, I have like a boom, like a, a boom box or whatever. You know, what I mean, <laughs> uh, and I play some songs or whatever. You know, what I mean. But, um, anyway, you know, let's get to this podcast. You see by the title what it is, we are going to be talking about the law and we're going to be talking about, uh, the covenant. Are we in the new covenant or are we not in the new covenant? You know? Um, so that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. And I might, let me write some other notes. I want to, uh, write some other notes No, not not 13, 15. And then X, 21. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So this is going to be a very, 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 maybe controversial uh, podcast, maybe for some people that are listening to me. It is going to be really interesting, so much fun. But let's get to it, man. Let's get to it. So we're going to talk about... First, we're going to talk about the law. Let's talk about the law first. Because... A lot of people believe that, you know, Christ died and when he died, he vanished the law and, you know, whatever the case may be. Now, I'm not going to talk about Paul today. I'm Not going to talk about Paul today, but I will talk about Paul later on some other time. But a lot of people, I would say, and this is just how I feel. A lot of people that are in Christianity Go with Paul's writings and Paul's words way more than they do Christ himself. And that's what kind of irritates me sometimes when it comes to the religion Christianity, because they think that Paul is a God and like, which is crazy. It's just because, you know, people believe that Paul himself is like a God to, you know, he's like over Christ. And the problem with, christians and people that believe in that is they follow paul rather than they follow christ and you know that's just the mistake but honestly you will hear me talk about paul a little bit i'm not going to go into paul too much i'm just going to go into the law and then the covenant after but i'm not really going to go into paul that much i might bring out one scripture about paul and you know prove to you guys that they were still following the old testament, the mosaic law in the new testament. You know what I mean? There was multiple. You know what I mean? So, but anyway, let's get it and let's go. So, the first the first scripture and the first chapter that we're going to go to is we're going to go to Matthew 4 and 4. Okay? We're going to go to Matthew 4 and 4. And um the thing about people is there's and this is just true. There's a lot of people that believe that we are in the new covenant. You know what I mean? Because people believe that we're in the new covenant. People believe that, you know, we can only follow about the 10 commandments. And then when somebody says, no, we can't follow the 10 commandments, we need to follow all the commandments. And they say, well, how can you follow the old commandments? da, da, da. You know what I mean? Christ said that we're not under the old law. We're not over this. Even Paul said we're not over the dust. They just be going crazy with this whole law stuff. You know what I mean? So I'm about to just tell y'all, you know, the matter of the fact is now I'm not going to go to what Paul says and you guys might not like me for saying this, but I'm going to say it. Paul is not authoritative to me. Okay. I'm gonna say this again. Paul is not author, um, authoritative, author, authoritative, (laughs) to me. Okay, Paul is not my God. Paul did not die for me. I'm just gonna be real with you. Paul did um the the work. He did the work, and all praise it to him. But Paul is not over Christ. So I'm going to listen to Christ's words way more than I will Paul, because. Like I just said, I'm not going to go into it too much about Paul, but I'm going to just say this. Paul really did not have the correct understanding. Okay? Paul went off sometimes. Paul was the type of a preacher that he was brand new to it. He was he he preached this, he preached that, and then he got corrected. Okay? So there's certain things and there's certain, you know, scriptures in the New Testament that I can prove and show that that, you know, Paul really didn't have the correct or full understanding. You know, what I mean, so let's go to Matthew four and four. And it says and but he answered this is Christ. It is written man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that pursueth out of the mouth of God. Okay, so you so instead of people saying I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. Okay, cool. How do you become a Christian? How do you become a follower of Christ? Right. And they say, well, you have to believe in the Trinity. You have to believe that he died for everybody's sins, which I don't believe. And that's Acts five and thirty one. They say that, you know, Christ they say that um, you have to teach the gospel <laughs> and I can talk about that, too. Um, and, you know, they just they just be going on and on and on and on and on about several things about the religion, Christianity. But the main thing that i be trying to really listen to is keeping the commandments, following what Christ ordered and said, you know, what I mean, because a lot of people. They say that you, in order for you to become a Christian, you have to believe in a Trinity. You have to believe that, you know, there's only one God. You have to believe in, you know, certain things. And all of these certain things are in the religion, but they're not in the book. You know, and that's the problem with, you know, when people say that they're a Christian. Okay, how are you a Christian? Let me know how you're in a Christian by scripture. I don't want to hear your... Your, what you think What does the Bible say How do you become a Christian in the Bible You know And so Christ said himself But by every word that pursueth out of the mouth of God So whatever God says You know what I mean That's how you become A follower of Christ Because let's just be honest Christ Everything that Christ says Is out of the mouth of his father. You know what I mean? So everything that Christ says is technically what God himself is telling Christ to say. You know what I mean? So follow by the commandments. You know what I mean? Keep the commandments. You know, don't go off. and You know, certain things like that, you know. But a lot of people don't live by the Bible. A lot of people don't live by, you know, what Christ says. And on, and honestly, not many people follow what God Himself says, you know. And that's the crazy part, you know. And so, that's just one thing that we need that we have to understand is we have to understand that Christ Himself is not over, you know, His Father. You know, now if you believe in the Trinity, that's a whole other story. But the point is in this podcast, you know, Christ is not over his father. His father is what tells Christ to do. And I believe let me, let me get that out real quick. Let me get that out. I think that's Deuteronomy eighteen or seventeen and seventeen. I'm not sure. Uh no, that's not. That's the wrong one. Uh, ah, here it is. Okay, this is Deuteronomy Deuteronomy 18 and 18. I will raise them a prophet from among their brethren. Talking about the bre- brethren, talk, talking about the Jews, like unto thee and, and will put my words in his mouth and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. So this is so. This is talking about God making a prophet, which is Christ, and he's going to put everything in his mouth so he can say to the Israelites verse nineteen and it shall come to pass that whosoever will not hearken on unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him, you know what I mean so. Everything that Christ is saying is of the most high God. You know what I mean? And we have to understand that you are not a Christian just because you believe. You're not a Christian because of this. You're not a Christian because of that. You're a Christian because you follow Christ, because you follow the most high. You know what I mean? So just saying, you can't just go by your own understanding and say, I'm a Christian but I eat pork. Oh, I'm a Christian, but I have sex with my siblings. Oh, I'm a Christian, but I commit adultery. Oh, I uh, oh I'm a I'm a Christian, but I know that this is a sin, but I'm gonna still do it anyway because my because my sins are always forgiven, are are always forgiven. But here's the problem with that. See. Here's the problem with that, real quick. And I know I'm probably getting off topic a little bit, but the spirit is just on me, man. You know. Um, where what where where is that scripture at? Uh there we go. This is Hebrews chapter 10, verse 26. For if we sin willfully, after that we receive the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins. So that is saying that if you know the the knowledge of the law, if you know that you're not supposed to do this, but you say, "Well, God will forgive me anyway, so it's okay." So I'm gonna just do it one time. If you willfully sin, you will be your sins will not be forgive. I wouldn't say forgiven, but I will say that there's no repentance. There is no repentance when it comes to that sin or for any other sin because you you are willfully doing it to the point where you what's the point of trying to forgive you if you keep on and then you keep on and then you keep on. You know? So that's the problem with a lot of uh people, man. That's a lot that's a problem with a lot of people. And this is a good one. Let's go to Matthew chapter 13, verse 52. Sorry for the background. I I think there's people moving. <laughs> uh, Matthew 13 and 52. Then he said on unto them, this is Christ speaking, therefore every scribe. Which is instructed unto the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is a householder which bringeth forth old and his or or sorry forth out of his treasure things new and old, right? So this so what is that talking about, Deontay? Let's go to a other to another translation to get a better to get a better understanding because. If I say what I'm about to say, people are not going to believe me. People are not going to understand because they're going to try and flip it. So that's why we have to get another translation. And and also, I just want to tell you you guys, too, I am not only a KJV. I am everything majority. So I just want to let you guys know that for sure. Um, which version do I want to read? I think I want to read. <laughs> um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Which one do I want to read? Um, yeah, okay. Okay. This, this might be a good translation. Let's go to the NIV. He said to them, therefore, every teacher of the law of the law. So let, so let me remind you, a scribe is just a teacher. Okay. A scribe is just a teacher that is, that knows the Mosaic law. I, I do believe. A scribe is just a person that knows the Mosaic law by heart. Okay. Therefore, every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. So what this is talking about is this is talking about the Mosaic law And the new law. So Christ is saying it is a great thing for people to bring in old and good at the same time. So it's okay to bring in the Mosaic law with with uh, with the with the law of Christ as well. It's good to bring new and old. You know, so that's the problem that a lot of Christians and a lot of people, you know, they don't really acknowledge is that, you know, you have to understand that Christ never went against the Mosaic law. Never, 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 never. So it's so it's really awkward to me when people, you know, it's kind of awkward to me when when people say that. Christ did away with the law. I don't understand that, you know, but Christ taught every time to keep the law. Even Christ said to the Israelites, He said, don't do what the Pharisees do, but listen to what they say. And why did He say that? Because the Pharisees were hypocrites. They taught the Mosaic law because even Christ said Himself that the Pharisees are in the are in Mo- Moses's seat. They taught the Mosaic law, but didn't follow the Mosaic law. You know what I mean? So it was kind of hard for it, So it was kind of hard for the Israelites at that time because they were in captivity and they were, they were wicked themselves and you know, but that's another other topic. But um, anyway, um, my point is Christ never taught against the Mosaic Law. Never in his life. You know what I mean? So it's weird and awkward and funny to me how how Christians and other people say that the Mosaic Law is done and away with just because it's too hard and we can't follow by it. That is ignorant. One hundred percent ignorant. You can't just go by your own understanding, and the Bible even says that. Don't go by your own understanding. You know what I mean? So this is another key point that I want to kind of say as well. Let's go to Luke. This is this is Luke chapter sixteen, verse seventeen. Chapter sixteen, verse seventeen. This is red leather, and it says, and it is easier for heaven and earth to pass than one tittle. Of the law to fail, so heaven and earth haven't passed yet, so since heaven and earth haven't passed yet, why are people disowning one jot and one tittle in the law? You know what I mean the heaven and earth haven't passed yet, so why are we just going by just the Ten Commandments? Why don't we go by other commandments you know, like the Sabbath day why what? Why do we celebrate pagan holidays, but we don't want to celebrate God's high holy days? But I thought you guys were Christian. You know, so that's the problem with with the religion. That's the, that's a problem with people that believe that. And, and, you know, but it is what it is. You know, what I mean, but, you know, that's 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 the main issue, you know, and the precept for this is way easier. Actually, Matthew 5 and 17. Some of you guys might know this verse and some of you guys might not know this verse, but I'm about to read it to you guys, you know? Um, actually, I'm going to read this because this is a great, 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 great um Yeah, this this is a great chapter. This is actually a great chapter. I can't lie. Uh, Matthew 5 is probably one of the greatest chapters, honestly. Uh, Matthew 5 and 17, think not that I come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Now, when people say, now when people hear this, they say, see, see, it says that Christ was, Christ came down to fulfill You know what I mean? So that means he came to change it. He came to do this. No, that's not what he did. Okay, that's not what Christ did at all. Christ came down to fulfill his duties that he was supposed to do. You know what I mean? That's the reason why that Christ came down was to fulfill what he was supposed to do, not to do everything to change the whole world. You know what I mean? Because even Christ himself said that I am not come uh, to bring peace on this earth. I came to uh, I came to division or something like that. I forgot. I think it's division. Yeah, I come. uh, Let me check. Let me fact check. What scripture is that real quick? Uh, Christ. Came to divide it. KJV. Uh, ah, here it is. Yeah. Okay. So it says in Luke 12 and 51. Let me check. Let me check. Ooh. Ooh, actually yeah okay here's where the priest here's where the precept is started okay so this is Matthew let's go to Ma- let's go here real quick let's go to Matthew 10 let's go to Matthew 10 and 34 alright this is Matthew 10 and 34 think not that I come to send peace on earth I come not to send peace but a sword aka sword you know what I mean so this is what Christ actually came down for he didn't come down to bring peace or 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 to bring you know happiness What what Christians wanna teach you that he did he didn't come to bring peace but he came to divide the vision is what he came what is it 12, 12 and forty nine uh, well, be yeah. Okay, yeah, okay So here's the precept for Matthew 10 and 34 This is Luke chapter 12 verse 51 Suppose ye that I, I am come to give peace on earth I tell you nay, but rather division You, you know what I mean? So he's so he didn't come down just because, you know, he did not come down just because, you know, to bring peace on earth. He didn't come down to be all happy, to love everybody, do stuff like that. He came for a reason. He didn't come down ju- just to say hi to us and then die on the cross so everybody can. Uh, Forgive, uh, so everybody can be forg- forgiven for their sins. Christ came down for a mission. You know what I mean. And if you want to reread the context too, that's that's fine too. But it talks about the household. Uh, it talks about, or let's read 50, fifty-two. For 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 uh, for from henceforth, there shall there shall be five in one house divided three against two and two against three. The father shall be divided against the son and the son against the father, the mother against the daughter and the daughter against the mother, the mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. You know what I mean? So there's going to be division. There is not going to be, you know, uh, you know, there's going to be division. There's not going to be, um, you know, any peace, everybody holding hand in hand, stuff like that, you know, and that's what everybody has to understand, you know, and that's just the main factor of it. So let's go to Matthew. Let's go back to Matthew five. Let's go back to Matthew five and 17. Think not that I come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill. Verse 18 For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Now, like I just said, a lot of people say that Christ came down to fulfill the law. Here's the problem. Christ out of his own mouth just said, and no um, one jot or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Not all has been fulfilled yet. And then even if and let's say this, I can give anybody who who thinks like this. I can give anybody first base and they can say, well, Christ came to fulfill um, everything that he done. So that means that, you know, so that means that the law is done and away with. That means that the prophets are done and away with. That means as soon as Christ died, the Old Testament is done and away with. Here's the problem with that. You can have first base. You can have that. But you're probably not going to get past second. And here's why. Because the problem with that mindset and that theology is that not all has been fulfilled when it comes to Christ he hasn't come back um he he hasn't come back Isaiah 61 hasn't happened <laughs> i i believe it's Isaiah 61 or no it's Isaiah 60 Isaiah 60 hasn't happened when he's supposed to slaughter the Edomites that hasn't happened yet um what else hasn't happened? There's a lot. Um, there's a prophecy in numbers where he was supposed to uh, do, but he hasn't done that yet. I think that's number 24. I believe I forgot, but I believe that's numbers 24. That hasn't came to pass yet. And, you know, what else? I believe there's a few more. I just don't know by heart, but you know what I mean? But the problem is, is you can say that, but not everything that Christ has done has been fulfilled. So this can't be done in a way with the law can not be done in a way with even the Old Testament can't even be done in a way with because there is still un unfulfilled prophecy in in Micah, in Malachi, in Deuteronomy, in Numbers, in Isaiah, in Jeremiah, in Obadiah in Zechariah. There's just so many Ezekiel. There's so many books in the OT and they're still not fulfilled. The prophecy still. And that's the problem that a lot of people and Christians have when they come to this, you know what I mean? There's still unfulfilled prophecy that needs to be fulfilled. And if you're saying that and this is the problem with with Christians and people as well that think like this. If you say that everything has to be fulfilled or 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 if you're saying that, you know, the law is done in a way with and everything is done in a way with there's a problem with that, and here's why let me search it up real quick.' uh um, it said profits um. Uh, province uh, Lawyers. T V uh da No uh hold on. I know it's in Deuteronomy. (laughs) Uh, I think it's like false prophecy. I believe. I'm not sure. It's not in Matthew. Even though there's some speaking about it. But I'm looking for the OT though. That's what I'm looking for. Ah, there it is. There it is. Found it, found it, found it. Ooh. And the funny thing is, it's right above what I just read, too. Uh, you probably shall die. And I probably shall pre- presume way, And if that it, then I probably Hold on, hold on, hold on. God's prophet shall come to pass. Sorry for the people. Okay, I think it's this. Let let me just read it real quick. Okay, this is Deuteronomy 18 and 20 but the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. So if you claim to be a prophet and then, you know, you're saying this might happen, that might happen, it's, it's, and God has not spoken to you. God has not said anything to you then I'm going to just be honest with you. You're a false prophet. You're a false prophet and you should die. You know what I mean? That's what the Bible says. Verse 21. And if thou say in thine heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord have not spoken? Verse 22. When a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, nor come to pass that is the thing which the Lord have not spoken, but the prophet have spoken to presume, uh, presume particular. I don't know that word. Thou shalt not be afraid of him. So basically what this is saying is that if there's a prophet that speaks of the Lord and that, and it come to pass like Moses, Ezekiel, Isaiah, uh, Jeremiah, Um even Obadiah, which is not no Israelite, he's an Edomite, Um, Zachariah, all of these prophets do not be afraid of these prophets because they speak the truth. You know what I mean? So that's the thing about you know Christians is they get so caught up in, you know, well, Christ this, Christ that, you know, he came to fulfill and it's all done and away with, but that's the, but that's not the thing. That's not the thing because this is my point. If you're saying that the old testament is done and away with because Christ came down to die for everybody's sins, then he came down to abolish the law, abolish the old testament, you're calling God Himself a liar. You know what I mean? Because there because God, when He says that He told a prophet something, it will not, it's not false. It's going to come to pass. And that's the problem that certain people have because they want to say, oh, well, you know, Christ, Christ did away with the law, He did away with the Old Testament. We don't have to go by it no more because we're under a new priesthood. I get that we're under a new priesthood. But the things before I don't understand because you're calling his father a liar. So this is Matthew five and 19. Whosoever, therefore, shall break one of these least commandments and shall and shall teach men. So he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall. Do and teach them the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So that's talking about if you teach people that you're not you, you, if you teach people, it's okay to eat pork. It's okay to eat shellfish. It's okay to eat, you know, sharks, cats. It's okay to have sex with your mother. It's okay to sleep with, um, you know, your, uh, your friend's wife it's okay to do this and it's okay to do that if you're going against the law you're going to be called the least in the kingdom you know what i mean and that's the problem with 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 people as well because they say oh well it's okay god will forgive you you can just do it that's the problem because if you do that you're going to be called the least in the kingdom You know what I mean? So you don't want to be called the least in the kingdom and you don't want to be like, okay, just go ahead and do it because you're telling you're because you're telling the other person to go out and just commit sin. And that's the problem that a lot of people have, man. But but, you know, that's the that's that's the terrible thing. Now, let's go to Acts. I'm going to just say this real quick because I'm kind of running out of time. Let's go to Acts 21. Uh, This is. Let's go. Let's go to Acts 20. Yeah, let's go to Acts 21, verse 20. And when they heard it, they glorified the Lord and said unto him, thou seest, brother, how many thousands of Jews there are which believe and they are zealous of the law. Okay. So this is Peter or not Peter. This is Paul talking to James. Okay. This is Paul talking to James. Paul is talking to James and, um, and basically, well, I should have read, uh, verse 19, but Paul went up to, to, to the temple and he was talking to James And James was hearing some things from other people. And this is where I say Paul went off. Um, James was hearing that Paul was teaching against the law. Paul was teaching against the Mosaic law. So Paul was teaching against the Mosaic law and the zealots, which are uh, the the zealots are the Jews that killed people. That taught against the law back in the day and they were going to kill Paul. Now, let's continue. And uh, I think James. Yeah, James is saying that. Look how many thousands of Jews there are that believe in Christ, but they are zealous, which means they don't know of the law. They don't know of the law. They don't know anything about the Mosaic law they don't know about anything verse twenty one and they are informed of thee that thou teachest all the Jews which are among the Gentiles to forsake Moses, saying that they aren't aren't not to circumcise their children, neither walk after the customs verse twenty two what is what is there for the the multitude must needs come together. For they will hear that thou art come. Twenty three. Do therefore this that we say to thee. We have four men which have vow of them, with which, which have a vow on them. Verse twenty four. Them take the uh uh the the per the perfecty. Oh fuck. <laughs> uh yeah thyself sorry thyself with them and be at charges with them that they may shave their heads and all and all may know that those things whereof they are they were informed concerning thee are nothing but that they but but thou that, but that though thyself also walk orderly and keep it's the law okay So James is just saying that, you know, he's trying to inform Paul like, hey, listen, listen, you have to keep the law. You have to teach people to keep the law. We need to we need to inform these Jews that you just told to not keep the law. You have to go back and teach them to keep the law. Basically, verse twenty five. As touching the Gentiles, which believe we have written and concluded that they observe not such thing, save only that they keep themselves from from things offered to idols. That is a Old Testament law and from and from blood, a.k.a. Blood sacrificing or uh, or. Yeah, like blood sacrificing with animals and stuff like that. And from strangled and from fornication. So this is all going off of the OT laws, the Mosaic Law. And that and the the precept for that is Acts fifteen and twenty. And now this is the biggest one. Verse 26. Then Paul took the man, took the men, and the next day. Purifying that what was that word? Purifying himself with them, entered into the temple and sanctify the um, the uh, accomplishment of the days of pur- uh, a purification, a, pur- uh, a purification until that an offering should be offered for every one of them. So they sacrificed an animal. They sacrificed in the temple. You know what I mean? So when people say they didn't sacrifice in the new tea, they didn't do this, they didn't do that. Just go to Acts 21. It's right there. You know what I mean? So this is going to be really quick. Let's talk about new covenant. A lot of people say we're in a new covenant, whatever the case may be. I believe that is bull. And here's why, Hebrews eight and eight, Hebrews eight and eight. I'm gonna just read this and I'm gonna just break it down easily. Hebrews eight and eight, for finding fault with them, for finding fault fault with them, that he saith, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. So the covenant is for the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Verse nine not according to the covenant I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they continued not in my covenant and I regarded them not, saith the Lord. Verse 10, for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws into their mind. Okay, let's kind of slow down. Let's reverse ten again for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, say if the Lord, I will put my laws into their mind. OK, he will put his laws into their mind and the and the the uh, laws here are the Mosaic law. They're Moses's law. Okay, he's going to put his laws in our mind. Now, if we were in the new covenant, we would know the whole law by heart. We would know the law because it would be in our minds. Okay, and we don't know the laws by heart. I don't even know the laws by heart. You know what I mean? There's some people that don't even know the simple 10. And they say they're in the new covenant, and write them in their hearts, and I will, and I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. Okay, so basically, does that mean does everybody know God? Does does everybody know God by heart? No one knows God. No one knows him. Okay. Let's go to verse 11. And they shall not teach every man, his neighbor. We're still teaching each other the Bible, who the true God is, etc. How are we in the new covenant? But we're still teaching our neighbors. Doesn't make any sense. And every man, his brother saying, know the Lord, for all shall know me from the least to the greatest. No one knows them from the least to the greatest yet. No one. Even the higher ups don't know him from the highest and the poverty people don't know from the least. Because if everybody knew him from the least and greatest, we wouldn't have so much wickedness in this world right now. Just saying. For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities. Will I remember no more? So. If we were in the New Covenant, everybody would be perfect. Everybody would be perfect. And then if we were in the New Covenant, God wouldn't remember our sins. You know what I mean? And he will forget about our unrighteousness and our iniquities. But it doesn't add up at all how we're in the New Covenant. When we when we still teach our neighbor, uh, we still teach our neighbor, Uh, we still don't know the laws by heart. Um, no one knows God himself from the least to greatest, you know what I mean? And they shall be to me a people or sorry. And I will be to them a, them a God and they shall be to me a people. Not everybody is his God. Everybody worships idols, idolatry, like crazy. You know what I mean? Um, Verse 13, and that he saith a new covenant he have made the first old now that which decayeth and waxeth old is ready to vanish away. So if we don't add up to nothing that verse 10 all the way to to 12 says, how are we in the new covenant? So that doesn't make any sense. And if you want the precept for this one, it's Jeremiah 31. It's Jeremiah 31 and 31. You know, and that's a problem with a lot of people. And that's a problem with uh, with Christians as well that say we're in the new covenant. But they're still trying to teach. They're still trying to get people to join their congregation, a.k.a. temple, a.k.a. church. And. It's just not happening. If. If we were in the new covenant, everybody would be perfect. There would be no more homosexuality. There wouldn't be so much um so there wouldn't be rape. Women would be modest dressed, not looking like harlots, just being honest, you know, and we would be in order. So that's just the reality of, you know, the whole concept of this podcast, you know, so that's all I really wanted to say. I hope you guys enjoyed. This was really long. <laughs> this was really long. I really need to get back into the Bible. Um Having gotten back into the Bible, there's some words I'm still stuck on, which is crazy. I need to slow down a little bit, but I talk way too fast, but hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you guys had a great understanding, you know, and I hope you guys are here to the end. But I want to give all praises, honor, and glory to the Most High, Yahweh, and His begotten Son, Yahweh Shab. Until next time, Shalom. Peace.